You're listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, the show where each week I have one notable guest and delve into their lives like a dating expert delving into Twitter. This week I had Best Newcomer nominee Bilal Zafar. We chatted about his show, dating and all sorts of things to do with comedy. There were a few issues with our microphones this week, so bear with us, but I think it's still entertaining. The show was originally recorded on Hoxton Radio. Enjoy. Baines Plus One. Good afternoon. You are listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, live on Hoxton Radio. I'm back. I said this last week because I've been away at the Edinburgh Fringe for a month, but now I'm back because I've been away on a yacht in the south of France. Ooh, hashtag show off. I'm going to tell you a bit more about that later. My special guest is coming up very shortly. We've got it all for you. We've got the comedy news. I've just found out that CJ, one of the panellists on Eggheads, has been arrested for murder. What? <laughs> we've got my poem of the week, and we've also got some very upbeat, glorious tunes for you. And this week, my special guest is Bilal Zafar. He is the... Best Newcomer nominee from this year's Comedy Awards. How exciting. We're going to be talking to him about his show, which sold out and got brilliant reviews in Edinburgh, and what he's up to afterwards. But first of all, we need to play a bit of Rihanna, because it's Thursday afternoon. Come on, guys. It's Hoxton Radio. Stop the music, music, music. Phase plus one. Hoxton Radio. You are listening to Baines Plus One on Hoxton Radio. That was a lovely little bit of Rihanna. It's coming up to five minutes past 12. I hope you're having a lovely afternoon wherever you are. Are you having lunch? What are you up to? Let me know. You can tweet me throughout the show at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S, and at Hoxton Radio as well. Um, You can also send me questions for my special guest, Bilal Zafar, is coming up. Shall I, I'll do a tension-inducing introduction so that we're excited to hear his voice. And then I'll tell you about my time on a yacht. So, Bilal is a British comedian who won the Natties in 2016, which is the new act of the year showcase. It's very good. I did it back in the day with my sketch group. He's best known for his humorous stories about experiencing racism and Islamophobia. Doesn't sound funny, but he makes it (laughs) funny. And he's written for The Independent, and he also loves Adam Buxton so much. So we're excited about hearing about that. If you've got any questions based on on those little tidbits that you found out about him, then do tweet us. You can also Facebook me as well, facebook.com forward slash Samantha Baines, because that is my name. Now, I've been on a yacht. What? Oh, it kind of rhymed. I have written my poem about being on a yacht today as well, so special treats for you. I've been on a yacht. I was flown out very last minute... Um, to to go on a yacht in the south of France and perform comedy for some VIPs. Can you believe my life? And today I'm at Hoxton Radio. It's equally as glamorous. So I was flown out on a yacht in the south of France. We went to Saint-Tropez in Monaco. I can't tell you who it was because it's all very confidential. But I had a lovely time. We went to some very nice restaurants. Um, I met Lulu, the pop star. She's nice. She wasn't on the yacht. She wasn't the client. She was just around. And we went to Monaco. We saw the Grand Prix track. We had some lovely seafood and had a little sunbathe. So for me, I'm actually very brown. So I'm going to be tweeting some photos later with my special guest, Bilal. And um, you can see my Sandra Payton. <laughs> <laughs> which isn't very... I'm very pale. I mean, I'm, I'm British and I'm half Irish. I am Morticia Adams during the winter. But right now, I'm sun-kissed, maybe. Hashtag, not so much. But I had a lovely time on a yacht. Yay! What a weird job I have. Comedy, Edinburgh Fringe Festival, performing in below pubs with men shouting at you and getting pissed. And, um, and then just on a yacht. There we go. Uh, so I'll be asking Bilal if he's been in a yacht or where he's been performing very soon. I mean, probably not as glamorous as me, of course, you know, just so, so much glamour. I'm, I'm actually wearing an orange lace dress today. Glamorous summary. Because I'm, you know, guys, I'm pretty fly for a white guy. Baines plus one. 
That's right. You're listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, and my special guest, Bilal Zafar. Hey. <laughs> I'm so excited, boy, and you're so, like, mellow. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. What have you been up to? Uh, lots, of, lots of gigs. Gigging? Um, yep. Post-Edinburgh, because you had a pretty amazing Edinburgh, didn't you? Yeah, I had probably my best month ever. Yes. Ever? In yeah. the world? Well, yeah. Or best Edinburgh ever? Well, best time ever. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Really? A month. Yeah. What, what were your highlights? My highlights? Just, so, my show, so it was like a 50-seater. I didn't think people would come to it. The first two days, I think I had like 12 in the first day, then I had like 20, and then after that it was full every single day. Which That's I didn't, pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, like I didn't think that would happen. I didn't think, you know, people would actually come. And then, um, actually, then I got nominated for Best Newcomer and that was like, that, that's probably that's the best that was the best feeling ever i think i love that you say that so cash just got just got nominated yeah. for best newcomer so Whoa. just chilling out yeah when did you find out I found where out were you I paint was, a picture okay oh yeah i was walking into town i knew the nominations were out that day and i kept checking online but it wouldn't i think they come out at about 3 p.m i was on my way to top man because <laughs> i buy clothes when i'm sad Oh. And I would have been sad if I didn't get it. Because it was such a popular show and a lot of people really loved it, I would have been disappointed. And it's, you know, it's such a big deal and it's you only get to, you only get that once, you know, yeah. the first show. Um so I was on my way to Top Man and then my PR guy called me and he did that thing, he said, oh, I've got bad news and he said, You've been nominated. He did the um Who Wants to Be a Millionaire thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then and I couldn't believe it and I probably could have cried. I was so happy. I was really overwhelmed. But then I bumped into... So, wait, no, wait. So, yes. you, were you in the street? So, you're walking on a yeah, pavement. Yeah, yeah. Did you stop? Did you carry on walking? I sort of slowed down, I think. I can't really remember. But then I walked forward a bit. Oh, and I wasn't allowed to tell anyone oh. that I'd been nominated until Did you three. find out before the announcement, then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He called oh, me early. Nice. Yeah, quite a few hours early. Then, yeah, then I spoke to my agent. Then I bumped into Nish Kumar, who'd also been nominated for the best show yeah not for best newcomer but he knew about me it was really weird no so, one was allowed to tell each other but did, do you know what I mean did, so did you share like an I we know yeah. or did you actually talk about well, it well he said he said how are you doing I said good and I wasn't allowed to say and he said congratulations because <laughs> he knew it's a uh, long, it's okay. weird because he's friends with my agent or something and he knew it's I love weird. this like code yeah, from yeah, other yeah. people in the street they would have just seen a man walking on a phone slowing down <laughs> <laughs> and then just having a weird exchange, like silent, but mysterious I told, exchange. I told like 30 people probably before 3pm. <laughs> what I did... Good. Good at keeping secrets. I went in. So like the people at the Justice Honic offices, for example, I went in and I said to them... Which is where you were performing. Yeah, sorry, that's, that's where my show was on. So all the staff there, I said to them, I went in and I said, hey, uh, they're announcing the nominations today. Uh, and they said, oh, cool. And I said, and they've already told the people that have been nominated. And they sort of looked at me and said, ah, oh. and I went, no, and sort of <laughs> smiled and then walked off. And I did a lot of that. <laughs> a l- yeah, a lot. So you didn't actually tell anyone. No. I mean, you so can So you couldn't say, be, you know, like, arrested, which I'm sure people are. It's not a legal thing. I think it's more like, look, it's not announced yet. Don't be silly. Don't ruin it. And don't tell people. I think that was more the thing. And I just told a few, you know. You like, know, sh- on the down low. Yeah, but that was amazing. Like, I didn't enjoy the awards ceremony. That was weird. Why? So Just, what's the process? So okay. you get told, mm-hmm. and then you've got to keep it quiet, but you tell 30 people, and then the announcement <laughs> comes out at 3 p.m., yeah. and then the world knows, and the press start covering it. So what kind of, how did the rest of the day go for you? It was weird. I had probably my worst show. <laughs> They, oh a, no a weird sometimes audience. that happens though doesn't it when you know you're like i'm amazing and then they're like no you're a not. very quiet audience turned up it was very odd and i kept asking them what was wrong i had a box of celebrations for everyone <laughs> 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 and yeah that was a weird show but then it was it was just nice i was just trying to enjoy it but then you have the pressure of because you're being put forward to win a thing yeah and that's kind of not that's the side of comedy that isn't that fun generally the competition you know? Yeah, that's the side I really don't like. Like a lot of my friends... I just want to have a nice time. Exactly. A lot of my friends didn't get nominated who were doing their first shows. And that, I didn't... That wasn't I very mean, nice. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's awkward, isn't it? It's really awkward. 
But it is Thanks like for coming on the show. I don't know. So what were you like? Did you? Was it a thing for you? Did you, you must have checked? I think everyone no, does. Not really, no? because I. Um, so did you know when the judges were in your show? Yes. So I didn't have any judges. Mm-hmm. I had one scout at my first show, mm-hmm. and then I had no more judges. So obviously that scout hated my science brand of comedy, and it didn't send anyone else. So I kind of, it wasn't really in my Edinburgh experience at all. I, di- I never thought, oh, maybe. I just thought, oh, that's not happening. I'm just going to carry mm. on and have a nice time. That's all right. Because there were some people that were going for it. Yeah, I think because you... So a lot of... We should say, so there's a, a big judging panel and there's scouts that go out first and then all the judges basically have to go and see your show um, before you're you're chosen to sort of be one of the nominees. So you get alerted that lots of judges are coming along to your show. So I think it must be very hard for people, and I do know some people, I won't name any names, that had all of the judges into the show and then you know that you're so so close and then if you don't get it that must be disappointing exactly it's that whole thing yeah the whole competition i didn't sometimes they snuck in yeah and they don't tell you because they didn't because i could check my sales report and it said who they were before but then after it didn't like it had their names but didn't say where they were from so But that's okay. I well, was just more focused on just because you do your show for the audience. You don't do it for reviews or judges. So I was yeah, exactly enjoying myself anyway. I mean, my aim of the fringe was to get a tweet back from Ryan Cox, and I got Did that. that happen? So it yeah, I, I felt like I won at life. Yeah, <laughs> he was my judge. Have you met him? No. But I did go along to a show recording that he did recently. I've been very close to him and we've tweeted, but I've never He's met him. He's too famous, isn't he? He's too much. He is very beautiful. I mean, mm. I did do a show about fancying him, um, which was kind of tongue-in-cheek. But when I was at this recording, he did look great. Yeah. Anyway, what was, so what were the goals for your show? Was it, was it being nominated for Best Newcomer? Did you have any others? Well, that wasn't, that wasn't like an aim when I, when I went up, really. You know, you can't think like that. But it was in the back of my mind. But just doing a good show, just I wanted people to come. I wanted to kind of make a name for myself. I yeah. wanted to show people that I'm good at comedy. Put your stamp that was the, on there. Yeah, that was the main thing. World. I wasn't. I thought. See, I thought good reviews would matter. Then when I looked at reviews, I realised they're kind of nonsense. Most of them. Um, I didn't get a single five star. Really? And yeah. you were nominated? Yeah. Well, I did, so chill exactly. out, mate. <laughs> I'm joking. No, um, no but... Jet, that's so like, interesting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it was a five-star show. I got it. Was it was really I'll, interesting. I'll give you five stars. Thank you. Um, but let's let's talk a little yeah. bit about um, reviews and how you deal with them, because I think that's a really interesting subject. After a little bit of Gabrielle, keep okay. it Hoxton Radio. Baines Plus One. Hoxton Radio. You are listening to Baines Plus One on Hoxton Radio. How good was that Spice Girls track, Who Do You Think You Are? Who do you think you are, Bilal Savar? Oh. <laughs> you didn't tell me that was coming. It's an existential question. Yeah, I don't, I don't have time. No, it's too far. Um, Bilal's my special guest today. Which Spice mm-hmm. Girl, Bilal, do it's you think? It's very difficult. Can we go through them quickly? Because so, Can you not oh, remember sorry. all the Well, Spice no. Girls? Well, scary, sporty, yeah. with nicknames, not... The real names. Yeah, Scary, Sporty, Baby, Baby, Posh, and Ginger. Was she called Ginger Spice? Uh, yeah. Kate, was she Ginger Spice? Yeah, she was Ginger Spice. Ah, I thought, yeah, she wasn't, sp- I'd be Ginger. Ginger. That's weird. That doesn't make any you sense. You can't. Ginger's not, you can't have Sporty. Oh, you, she's defined by her hair colour. But then Baby is a bit weird. I think I'd be Garlic. Garlic spice. <laughs> I love garlic. No, I used to want to be scary because she was cool. Yeah, I get that. Okay. And like crazy hair. Although I did, mm, I did like ginger too. Jerry yeah. Halliwell, that bit of Jerry. So you'd be ginger spice, so you'd have to wear a Union Jack dress. Yeah, fine. And platforms. Mm-hmm. I can see that on you. What would you wear? Let's make it happen. I'd just, I'd just not brush my hair <laughs> and go, Row! That's Is what that she her did. thing? That was her thing. And then also she went on the X Factor and so did Jerry, but Jerry got booed off kind of quickly. We're on Facebook Live if you want to join uh, in. Yeah. <laughs> Head over and have a watch. I just remembered about X Factor. I don't like X Factor. You don't like X Factor? No, I think it's horrible. 
Okay, on that note, it's time for the quick fire round, Bilal. Are you ready? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Have you been in a quick fire situation previously? No, I do very everything very, I take my time. Okay. Very laid back. Well, I'm going to speed you. This is, the aim of this is to be as quick as possible. Right. You're holding the news for later, like that's going to help you. That's not going to help that you. Not this the is quick different. Fire round. No, that's this the news. That's the news. The All quick right, yeah, fire on, round quick, is quick. I'll give you two options. Okay. And you pick one. I can do that. As quick as you can. Yeah. Here we go, Bilal Safar. It's your quick fire round. Tea or coffee? Tea. Facebook or Twitter? Twitter. Cats or dogs? Cats. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Mary Berry or Paul Hollywood? Paul. <laughs> Straight in. Car or train? Train. Pen or pencil? Pen. BBC or Channel 4? Uh, Channel 4. Half empty or half full? Half empty. Wow. Mel or Sue? <laughs> Uh, Mel. TV or radio? TV. Ketchup, put it in the cupboard or put it in the fridge? Cupboard. Adventurous or cautious? Adventurous. Jaffa cakes, cakes or biscuits? Uh, Cakes. You passed. Did I? I like that you, because we ask the Jaffa cakes, cakes or biscuits to everyone, but Mm -hmm. your show is called Cakes. That's why I I, I I shouldn't have started. I should have just (laughs) said. You should have been. I feel like you were doing really well with the quick fire initially and then you panicked mm-hmm. and I could see your internal panic and it was wonderful. But it was still quick fire. It still was. Why half empty and not half full? I think, actually, I think that's wrong. I think you'd say I'd rather half full makes more sense. It's just... Um, Is that what you'd say? Like, what would you say about this cup of tea here? I think it's half full because it was empty to start with. So surely... But then it was full and I've drunk half. Yeah, but I think it, when it was made, wherever it was, then it was empty originally. It wasn't born full. So you're coming from the pottery perspective. Yeah. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I yeah. like that you've thought about that very matter-of-factly. A lot of people would say, you know, that's that's a metaphor for life, half that's empty or half full, but you've are, just gone for... People are dweebs. Tea. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a real insight into your life, Bilal. Uh, what's the most recent lie you've told? Uh, I I didn't do a gig the other week because I said I had a very bad um, tooth thing last week. Yes, and then I it was better. Did you lie about that? No, I was, you were going to come on the Ill. show last week. <laughs> I was ill last week, and I said I was still ill for a gig I didn't want to do because it was very it was really far away and it wasn't a paid thing. Yeah, so that's not good. You shouldn't do that, but I did that. Well, lots of comedians do. Um, any secret habits or talents? Secret talent or habit secret habit yeah like picking your nose i bite my nails but that's not secret because everyone can see see me do it okay don't do it in private i should maybe you should it's a bad habit do you bite them do you bite bits off what do you do with the bits Ah, whatever (laughs) whatever i don't know i don't think about it in a pocket or do you like do you drop them on the street you flick them away i mean i don't That should be secret it's not a plan it's like a bad habit. It's not like, I'm going to do this today. <laughs> just do it. You just do it? Yeah. Do you flick... So you flick bits of your nails at people? At people. What, on, on the tube? On, on the bus transport? At bus stops. I don't get the bus. <laughs> <laughs> do, what, are Uber drivers? I like Uber. They don't have it in Kent. So you'll know if, if any Uber drivers are listening, you'll know if Bilal's been in the back of your car because there'll just be nail sheddings. I don't have talent. I mean, there's things like I like um, I like candles a lot, right? And okay. I, I like that's scented. not a talent. That's just no, a... but I can make them. But that's not a talent because I just make looked up, candles. Well, not really make them from scratch, but I can make like scented candles, and that's something I wouldn't tell people because it's not masculine. You see, but and that's it's very lovely. That makes me like you much more. But I can't have other men know that. Okay, we won't tell any. Thanks. <laughs> no, lots of men love a scented. My husband is a massive fan of the scented candle. Oh yeah. He's never made any. That's an. Am- can will you make me a scented candle? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe like, by the end of the show. Yeah. I'll win you over. I'll win you over. Um, what makes you angry? People walking very slow, obviously. Mm. Delayed trains and stuff like okay. that. Being late, I get very anxious over. Yeah, you're very which is why I got time. early. Yeah, yeah, I just do you have that? Do you, the thing where you panic about being late? I have yeah, that. but then I, I just am late. 
Uh, My producer Kate just looked at me like, mm-hmm. you are always late. <laughs> I'm um, always late. <laughs> but otherwise, I'm not really angry. I'm quite laid back about everything. You are generally. very calm. You know. It's lovely. Thanks. What's the one thing you couldn't live without? Water. I'd die without. Okay, and that's a very comedian answer. Chocolate. We've had hair. No, yeah. not hair, air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't live without hair. Cho- that's, I like that chocolate a, a lot and I can't get off it, you know. Chocolate? Yeah. Do you have it every day? No, not I used to, but now like I have to have it once in a while. Like, But are you like healthy, like dark chocolate or no, do no, you just no. go? No, no, I'm not healthy. At all? Not really. I'm trying to do a gym thing, but I can't be bothered. Mm. It's so boring. <laughs> like it's so... Maybe you can make it more exciting by pretending you're Jerry from the Spice Girls and just listening to their backtrack of hits from the 90s. The problem is as well, you can pretend to be Jerry all you want, but then you can't go over to the weight section where everyone's massive and put the weight down and everyone's looking at like, oh, he can't lift as much as us. It's not, but it's not, it shouldn't be competitive. It's, it shouldn't be. It but should it, be about you. But it's awkward, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Everyone's looking at each other. I hate that being on the... You know when you're on the treadmill next to someone or the cross trainer, which I love, and mm. then you like look at what secretly look at what level they're on, and yeah. then you up your level. Yeah, you should. And they do look that. at how long you've done, and you're like, "Yeah, I've done twenty minutes. What? You just not, arrived." That's not what it should be about. It is, though, isn't it? Yeah. What's your biggest guilty pleasure? Guilty pleasure. Mm. Mm, I guess I like. Is it some... making scented candles? <laughs> Shopping yeah. at Top Man. No, I like that. I think that's fine. Uh, I think, uh, what was I going to say? Guilty. So I guess some of the music I'd sometimes listen to is, Ooh, okay. is not very cool. Because I listen to cool stuff. But then sometimes I have like Rihanna or something because she has some catchy She's pretty songs. cool. Work, 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 That's work. very catchy. Until Drake starts, then it's not a good song no. anymore, which is like a lot of songs. Have you seen the video? No. It's just kind of them in the living room and having like, Work, 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 work. Well, she's doing a little <laughs> shimmy. TV. And he's just oh. sitting down. Like, they're not at work. Like, I feel like it should have been shot office. in an office. And she's just at the keyboard, like, typing. Like, oh, work, 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 work. It's <laughs> all I do all day. And then Drake will bring her, like, a cup of tea and be like, babe, chill out. Yeah. They're just not working. That's the... I'd say that's the most guiltiest thing. I mean, yeah, I don't really... I don't think I have another worse one. So you just listen to music that you don't think is cool. Yeah, I'd say that's cool. the worst thing, which I wouldn't tell people. Okay, well, we've got some James Taylor now. It's a bit old school. I, I feel like he's is. quite cool. Well, you you tell us if you think this is cool. Okay. Baines Plus One. Hoxton Radio. It's Baines Plus One on Hoxton Radio with me, Samantha Baines. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> Take that. I was channeling Gary Barlow, wasn't I, Bilal? Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't. You did uh, pretend to play a piano, and oh, you, and you looked on the desk. sad. <laughs> I looked sad, and like I'd, I'd lost weight and matured with age, and now everyone fancies me. He looks good, doesn't he? He looks so good. Yeah. Me and my fella were big fans of the Gary Barlow. Mm. Now, Bilal Safar, it's mm. time for your interview proper. Okay. So you're you grew up in Wanstead in mm-hmm. London. Yeah. And then you moved to Manchester. Well, no, I went to Bolton. I don't tell people that usually because okay. I went to the University of Bolton to Ooh. study script writing. And uh, that uni, my uni was named the worst uni in the country in 2012. And that's when I was still there. Wow. So that's why I don't usually say it. And then I moved to <laughs> Manchester straight after for a couple of years and just did comedy there. And how, how would you find Manchester is different from London? Is the comedy better. scene different? It's, it's Well, this is the thing. So when you're brand new, I don't know if how if your listeners know much about, but you get lots of five minute open mic gigs in mm. Manchester. The new gigs you do generally they're harder to come by, but you get ten minutes and you get a real audience. There's none of that bring your friend thing which you yes. have in London. So them bringers. It so it forces you to be better quicker because it's real people. If you say something that's not funny, do you think that though? Yeah, aren't, for me it definitely. Aren't did. you just given ten minutes to sort of flounder in your own? I don't know what I'm doing. Instead no, of just five. Well, no, because like I said, so th- I did a couple of gigs in London first when mm. it was a bring a friend gig. So who you're performing to then is other comics and their mates. So yeah. they're all very nice. They're giving you polite laughter, whatever you say, I found. You go and do the same set in Manchester and you won't get the same reaction because <laughs> it's real people. But then that forces you to be better. 
So not for everyone, you know, not everything works for everyone. But for me, definitely, I think it made me better quicker. Um, but then after that, I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't get anywhere. Like I wasn't getting much paid stuff. It was really strange. Then I moved to London. I moved home basically, and then it just all went amazing for me. So I think the key is gig outside of London, then move back and be like, and I'm here and I'm better. Yeah, it's really weird, I but I mean, it worked for me. You know, it's mm. everyone's different, but that. And yeah. so, how did you get into comedy? Because obviously, you studied screenwriting. Yes. So how did you move from behind the scenes to the fore? Well, I wanted so from the age of about probably 15 or 16, I discovered all of like. Armando Iannucci and Chris Morris's stuff, yeah. and that's when I decided I want to write. For, I want to write comedy for TV. That was like my little ambition I had, uh, and that's why I went to uni to do that. And then I realised when I was at uni that that's very difficult to get into. There's not just yeah. jobs. You don't just get. You don't just become a scriptwriter for Channel Four or whoever just like that. And then I had a proper epiphany moment. Actually, I was in the shower. Oh, and it's fine. Picture uh, it. Yeah. And I was holding the shower head, and then for a second I held it like a microphone. <laughs> Seriously. What, now, what were you doing with the shower Spraying head? Spraying it on my chest. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know. We've all imagined yeah, what, what else fine. you were It's a nice image. It. Yeah, it is lovely. And then I just, it properly clicked in my head that I write, I try to write funny stuff. It's not getting anywhere. I should really just try and write stuff and say it on stage. And that all came when you were holding it a really shower head in the shower. It seriously did. It was a proper epiphany. I don't know if you've ever had that. It just properly clicked. And then from that moment, it was like, I have to do that. And obviously, it was terrifying. I'm not a very loud person. and I'm Do not you very... still practice in the shower? I don't need to now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beyond that. The audience have won. Yeah. I practice my new jokes in the shower before I say them on stage to help remember them and get the rhythm. I think, is it different for you because your stuff is much shorter, right? It's it's uh, one-liners, a lot of it. Well, yeah, I've it. got... So that's different. So that needs to be perfect, I'd say. Mm. You have to nail it. Mine is more long stories where I can go off a bit. <laughs> it doesn't have to be as sharp, generally. I mean, it does, but I think I don't have to get it down as much. have got a bit much. more time. Yeah, I think. I so, don't know. So what do you do in the shower nowadays? Uh, is the word lather or lather? (laughs) Lather, lather. I've never said it, but it says it on... Lather. Lather? I'd say, but you're saying it northern, probably. Lather. Lather. Lather would be northern, would it? Do shampoo. I'd lather myself. What do you think, Lather. 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 But you're northern as well. Producer Kate says lather. Well, it's Nottingham. Norther than here yeah <laughs> i don't know but i do that oh you just you just wash yeah you don't sing I stand there for just ages too and, long and just stare <laughs> just stare at the wall <laughs> so um so obviously you were nominated for best newcomer this year you've also uh, won new act of the year yeah and previous winners include Stuart lee and ardella hannan um, you also runner-up of the Leicester Square Theatre New Comedian of the Year competition. Yeah. So oh, yeah. why do you love doing competitions so much? I don't. Well, what them? I did, so I actually had a little plan. So I, I wanted to do my debut show in Edinburgh this year, August, just gone. Mm-hmm. I definitely wanted to do that with my cake show. And I thought the best way, I thought no one knows who I am. I thought the best thing to do would be to win a competition so people know. So I wanted the BBC one. I went for that. I didn't get through. The BBC New Comedy Award. Yeah, but basically I got a good five minutes down. It's not fun competitions, you know. They're not. And then I did the Leicester Square one. I got through loads of rounds. Then I got runner-up and I realised actually I might be good at comedy. <laughs> so do you think you you did those to kind of get your name out there a bit and did it work? I, yeah, it did. Because with the London competitions, that's where you have agents come and see you and mm. stuff in the finals. And, and is that where you got signed with, yes, by your agent? Off winning the Hackney Empire one, the Natties one. They saw me there. And did you invite them to come and see no. you? Or they, they were just there and then yeah. they approached you? So I was talking to a couple more before and they were being weird with me. You know, like I wasn't sure if they liked me or not. It's They're very aloof agents. Yeah, and then this other one just came and saw me and then they just wanted me straight away, which was amazing. 
Brilliant. Yeah, very lucky. So it worked. Yeah. And since you've been on uh, BBC Ooh, yeah. Three, Radio Four, BBC Five Live, Asian Network, and mm. you've written for The Independent. So, are you enjoying your what's going life. on for you now? Yeah, your yeah, life. What, no, what What do you want to happen next? What are you aiming for? Is there anything you can tell us about? Well, not really. Well, I mean, I'm working on lots of little things. You know, you have lots of secret projects. Yes. I want my own TV show, to be honest. <laughs> Like, that you that's write I, and yes, star in. That's what I've wanted for for you know, for ages since mm. I was little, really. That's what we all um, want, isn't it? Yeah, and that's the. I want to be on telly. That's the big thing, I guess. I'm going for, which I know, you know, that's not easy, but I'm still gonna put well, everything into it. I believe it. in you, Bilal. Thank you. And I'm gonna stay friends with you, so you put me in it. Um, <laughs> we're gonna be hearing a little bit more from you because you're gonna be interviewing me, aren't you? Good. Yes. Are you I am. excited? Yeah. <laughs> Good afternoon. It is ten past one and it's me, Samantha Baines, with my special guest, Bilal Zafar. Hey. Hey. Now you get to interview me, Bilal. All right. Now? Yeah, ask me anything like. Okay, I want to talk about your acting. Okay. And your auditioning. Okay. What's... What what would you... Uh, how how what do you do in an audition? What what's your um, advice to do it good? Because I I get those now, and I don't enjoy them. And I don't know what I'm doing. I actually do okay, okay but as a thing, it's very new to me. Yeah. So, so what what sort of audition so, is this? Is this commercial or well, TV? let's go commercial first. Okay. So com- I hate those. Yes. Yeah, so commercial auditions, they'll see more people than mm-hmm. they will normally. So for like a TV audition, they might only see five or six people for the role or even less, sometimes like three or four. Whereas for a commercial, they'll just see millions. So <laughs> they're normally running late. So you have to be there on time, but be prepared. If your audition's at three, be prepared. Leave a couple of hours afterwards because they're always late. Um, dress for the part, especially for commercials. <sighs> So think about what sort of part you're going for. And like, so if I was going for a, you know, a lady in a walking her dog in the park, I'd wear something quite different to if I was going for a, a woman being proposed to at a romantic dinner. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't wear like a full on lovely dress, but I'd allude to it. What if, okay, so with the actual audition, if you're doing one of the group ones or you're in with another person, yes, how do you handle that? Do you try to be better than them? Isn't that, is no. that what you do? I don't, yeah. So it's good if you can talk to them before you go in so you can kind of, you feel like you've at least had a conversation with them. And then when you go in, I try and work with them well, but then still do my own thing because really they want to see how you interact. And normally if you're being seen in a two, if you get a recall, a lot of the time it will be the two of you are recalled and it will be because of how you get on well together. And that's what they want in the commercial. Yeah. Although sometimes you will be recalled separately and they try you with different people. But the key is look nice. Commercials are all about like, you know, brush your hair. <laughs> Take the dirt out of under your fingernails. Oh. Um, sta- stand on the mark and they'll get you to say your, your agent's name and your yeah, name. Yeah, I'm not good at that. Bit. Just say it clearly and like you want to be there. Mm. <laughs> That's difficult. And, uh, yeah, and then just go with it and you'll go to so many commercials mm. and they'll see so many people and you kind of just have to throw it away after you leave. And you'll get some, but you, you won't get Do you ever get, get insulted by the sort of auditions you get? So yes. I find a lot of mine, I'm going for the part of like uh, a loser <laughs> for, a, for a lot of them. So like, I won't say what the brand is, but I was recently... Um, penciled so what so when you go for the audition then they'll either recall you and or they'll pencil you so pencil you means that they're kind of you're in the shortlist but they're not definitely booking you and then they'll book you so i was recently penciled for the role of overweight jogger (laughs) so and the description was like you know a lady who's trying to keep fit but she enjoys the finer things in life like drinking too much red wine and getting takeaway pizza (laughs) but she's she's trying to get fit and go for a run did you do that but then it did say i thought that was fine because that is kind of me but then it did say overweight jogger slightly that's the thing with acting what's your favorite animal oh wow i'm done with the uh to to that i would like to be or that i (laughs) like to see both i love my cats i like cats a lot 
Um, and I lo- I'd like to be like um, a tiger or mm. a dolphin. I've always been obsessed with dolphins. When I was younger, I had a folder and I'd put dolphin images and facts in it. Because okay. I loved them. I was obsessed with them. Got any good and facts? I think they're really intelligent. Got any... The beluga whale is actually a dolphin and not a whale. So would you be a beluga whale? No, they're a bit ugly. I'd just be like a bottlenose dolphin. Me too. Would you? But I wouldn't. I'd be a cat because... Cats the best. They have the best lives. My cat's called Victorian Albert. I'm trying... Okay. Do I have time for more more questions? Yeah. Uh, Have you run out? Sort of. I thought... um, I didn't think the auditioning one would be as formal... Okay. But well, we was, didn't talk about just, TV. You just gave me really good answers, and I, I oh. didn't think you would. I thought you genuinely wanted advice. Well, a little bit. Um, so do you turn down a TV? lot of? Do you turn down a lot of stuff? I do. Commercials, I do. Yeah. Or t- any? Do you turn down any TV things? Because I know some actors, right? That yeah. I speak to are a bit desperate. <laughs> they do whatever. We're so desperate. No, I well, so when you get to a certain stage when you start doing TV, like nowadays I wouldn't ne- really do an unnamed role. So an unnamed role would be like Woman 2. Yeah. I'd, I'd normally do a role with a name like Rosie or something. Mm. Um, and, and that kind of means that you get paid more. Um, but it's, it's when you've done more TV. I think you need to keep doing the stepping stones so you can't go for smaller parts than you've had before. And and I turned down certain commercials because of the certain brands I don't want to kind of represent. Too. What sort of thing? <laughs> well, like gambling. Yeah, me gambling too. Gambling ads. I don't yeah, do those. No, I do and I don't do loan ads. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you just you just need to read the script, really do your preparation, and, and make a choice. Think about who is this character, what is this character, and I'm going to go in having, you know decided on something i'm not going to do a wishy-washy oh i'll just read it and see i was nearly in sherlock as a guy that gets intimidated by a baddie you told i was very excited about this i told you a few times (laughs) yeah is it your claim to fame yeah i was down to the final two i love it yeah well there you go you're quite good at it i i I can do a good audition if uh the character's quite scared have you done any tv yet not proper now well what you wait it's very glamorous it's not it's not glamorous at all it's really long hours <laughs> but it's nice when it comes out i was an extra in hollyoaks there you go well you'll know them a few times that's that wasn't fun for the beautiful people yeah is is, is that the end of yes <laughs> okay shall i draw the interview to a close well is that Thank so is that the out. end of all of it no there's more okay good that's just the end of you having to ask me questions G- good you was it stressful? I didn't. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think I'm going to. It's ask, all right. I don't think I'm going to ever ask anyone a question again. <laughs> don't ever. I'll just ask you questions now. Baines plus one. Hoxton Radio. Blouse Farm. My special guest. Are you a Julie Andrews mm-hmm. fan? No, I don't know. Who that is. I can pretend. Sound of Music. No, 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 no. Do you like musicals? No, that's not my. Uh, <laughs> no. That's not my scene. No, don't, don't Just know sitting it. at home making scented candles, but not watching musicals. Oh, why would I like musicals? I mean, I like uh, Aladdin. That has songs okay, in it. Okay, that's good. Like that. yeah. So the Disney, I didn't Did you video. fancy Jasmine? Obviously. Yeah. Well, no, I was quite young, so I, don't, I think I, maybe I did, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> I think I <laughs> what that understand. meant. Yeah. What those feelings were, yeah. Now, it's time for the news. Mm-hmm. Bilal, you're going to read us the headlines, aren't you? Okay, so shall I begin? Here we go, the headlines. Right. Just popping to the loo, I may be some time. Keep going. Yeah. The, oh I'm my sorry. god. I thought you were. I gonna, mean, now you didn't explain. I right. explained this you to did you, okay, and I I'm said sorry. all comedians have a problem. And with I messed this. it up already. Please I thought, read. I thought you were going to comment on that. No, bit. I told Shall you. Shall I start this? from the beginning? I said, please read all the headlines <laughs> in a row, one after the other. I gave you an ah. example, and then I said afterwards we'll go back and read. Literally, every male comedian gets this wrong. Female comedians, oh I just say read the titles. They're like, I Great. think it's the feature that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> like. You get distracted by all the text on the page right, right. should we try it again i'll go from the beginning so far, oh, these are the news headlines just popping to the loo i may be some time waste not shop not um all right this next one all right I'll... just the headlines pensioners giant cock has become a tourist attraction in fife i smell a rat and it smells good and arsonists 
Just get your goat in Sweden. We did right. it. We did it. We got, we got there in the end. He's just oh chucked the gosh. paper in that way. <laughs> no, well done. You did very well. Thank you. So just popping to the loot. Now we talk about them, you see. Right, okay. See, like they do on the news. Yeah, I don't, I don't they watch do all that. the headlines. <laughs> <laughs> so, just popping to the loo, I may be some time. This is a woman in Devon found herself trapped in a moving portaloo mm-hmm. whilst at the Devon Beer Festival. So, we don't know her name. She's chosen to be anonymous, but she popped to the loo whilst at this um, weekend festival called Abfest, which is a beer, food, and music shindig in New Abbott. So, Security staff had been called to move the portaloos elsewhere so that these emergical vehicles could get to an incident. But the woman was still inside (laughs) and they moved her and she was screaming, apparently, stuck in this plastic toilet. Bilal, what would you do? Have you ever been in a similar situation? I try and avoid those portaloo things, but it's never been, I've never been in a toilet that's been moved. But I think that'd be kind of exciting because it'd be like, well, this was not expected. Maybe she was... But would oh. you not... I'd be more scared. I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't mind if they were moving it a bit. I'd be scared that they'd like tip it over or yes, something. Yes, and it'd all come out. It's all that blue stuff. Have you seen? Oh. And also, portaloos are not the nicest smelling environments. No. You don't want to be trapped in there for a while. And you're in Devon. <laughs> Wait, I suppose there's a lot of sort of manure, let's say, in Devon, isn't there? Have you ever been stuck in a toilet? <laughs> yeah, when I was quite little, I've been locked in a toilet what, did somewhere. Did you panic? Yeah, that's scary. Crying. And I don't know how oh. they got me out, I'm not sure. But that's quite scary. Once, when I was still living at home, I um, had a few drinks, let's say, and I, I locked myself in the toilet, and I couldn't work out how to unlock the toilet door. Like, I forgot how locks worked. So I just fell asleep in the toilet. So this is when, like, I, it was in between uni, I think, in drama school. And my, my dad had to unlock... He had to, like, remove the lock off the toilet door to get me out. Why? What, what happened to the lock? Did it mess up? No, the lock was absolutely fine. I just was, like... <laughs> what? I'd had a bit too much to drink, and wow. I just couldn't remember Where how did locks you sleep? worked. Where did you sleep? Just sat on the toilet. You could have sat in the bath. Was it not that sort of... No, no, no. It was very small. It was, like, a tiny oh. cubicle. I just sat on the toilet for the sleep. That's what the oh, woman... Oh, memories. Family what, memories. That's what the woman in Devon should have... She just slept. She just had a little nap. Yeah. <laughs> Waste not, shop not. So this is campaigners uh, from the Real Junk Food Project have opened the warehouse. So this is quite cool. It's in Pudsey near Leeds, which likes their cafe, like their cafes up there, operates a pay-what-you-feel basis. This means that people can either pay with financial donations of whatever level they feel comfortable with or they can donate their time energy or skills instead so they've got deals with supermarkets like sainsbury's morrison's and Ocado, and so they receive food from allotments and food bags as well and restaurants and cafes and food photographers that's quite cool so they get like so the food isn't thrown away and then they make food from it and and if you don't have the money you can pay with your time it's a good good that's a nice story yeah. Yes. What would you, if you had to pay with your time, if you didn't have any money, what would you offer? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, bit of stand up? No, I can't do that for free. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. I'd. Uh, where, so where is it? So you offer your Leeds. service to the this like place? I think so. I guess I'd help serve it or whatever. That'd be nice. You can make them some candles. That's nice. I used to work in a, a care home and we used to waste a lot of food horrible it happens in a lot of places you just have to throw it away yeah yeah even if it's untouched so it's good that there should be more stuff like that there's a lot of food that gets wasted they've opened a shop now haven't they as well where you can buy leftover food from supermarket oh really really cheap that's good it's in london we'll look it up pensioners giant cock has become a tourist attraction in fife Mm mm-hmm now this isn't rude a scottish pensioner's home has become a local tourist attraction because he erected oh interesting choice of word 14 foot cockerel in his front garden that is 4.25 meters he's 73 his name's jim hughes and he pruned an ivy covered tree into the shape of a male chicken he even added a beak and a comb to make it look more cock-like originally it was an old cherry blossom tree he told fife today it got that big Shall I do it in an accent? Originally, it was an old cherry blossom tree. It got that big that I was worried it would be blown over and hit by a car. Wait. So he pruned it. 
five. Yeah, no, I went northern. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like northern was funnier. So you do five. Can you do a Scottish accent? No, nah, I'm not going to try. Sorry. Scottish. Originally, Don't. it was an old cherry blossom tree. Yes. It got that big. I was worried it would be blown over and hit by a car. It, I lost it there. So I end. don't get what it is. It's a massive right. tree. No. Exactly. I don't really get the... Did he carve oh. it? Did he do something to it to make it... He made the tree into a cockroach. Ow. Did By pruning stick, it. Did he put googly eyes on it? <laughs> no, he pruned it into the shape. Oh, that's With clever. a little beak and stuff. That's a good idea. 4.5 metre cockroach. picture. We've got one on the internet. We'll tweet uh, it. Then yes, everyone can see it. That's a good idea. I smell a rat and it smells good. A woman who ordered fried chicken oh, as a no. meal for her daughter at a fast food restaurant in New York claims she was served... Fried rat, and has shared stomach-churning images of the food on Facebook. So this is Rosemary Thomas. She uploaded the pictures on Sunday and said, "This is a meal Popeyes in Harlem served my daughter and my niece and my sister. This is clearly a rat, and they have the nerve to have a five-star rating by the Department of Health. I can only think other people might have eaten rat. Did it look like a rat? It must have. Is it just look like a rat that's been fried?" That's absolutely horrific. I like that you said they had the nerve to have a five-star hygiene rating. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, would you, um, Bilal, like, if you were served something that looked like a fried rat, yeah. would you try a little bit? No. Just to see? Would you? No, I'd kick off about that. I'd try and make they someone around it's not me even to try like, it. It's not even like the... Uh... Oh my God, it's a rat's head. Oh yeah, that's <gasps> quite clearly. With eyes and a nose. Producer Kate's just found an image. That is horrific. <gasps> oh my god it makes me feel sick Whoa. we're going to no, tweet see, it's, a picture it's not so even... we can make you feel sick too just but head over to is, Twitter you could have been served stuff like that because that's a head that's why they know that's the rat's head so you could have been you, you could have, have just had, had the body and it would have been fine probably would have been delicious you wouldn't have noticed do you think they'd, you have a little paw oh my god that's horrific uh, oh I feel sick okay we're going to tweet a picture just go to uh, at Samantha Bates B-A-I-N-E-S and at Hoxton Radio they might retweet it although it'd be a bit horrible did you get verified on Twitter no <laughs> because they wouldn't accept my ID last time I saw Bilal in uh, Edinburgh we were both applying to be verified on Twitter did you get verified no I got rejected for some reason but you can try again in 30 days yeah and I'm gonna I don't know Come on, yeah. let's start a campaign to get ourselves verified. Finally, arsonists just get you a goat in Sweden. It's a Swedish town famous for its Christmas tradition of erecting a giant straw goat, similar to the man in Fife, has said extra efforts will be made to protect the attraction from arsonists this year. <laughs> so Yule goats is a Scandinavian tradition and a huge version has appeared in the town of Gaval. Gaval? How would you say that, Bilal? Where is Gav? Gav? Gavel? I don't know Gavel. the language, so I don't know how you'd. Swedish. Gavel. Gavel. Every year <laughs> since 1966. But despite pulling the crowds, the goat has regularly met a fiery fate. It's been destroyed on 34 occasions, including last year when it survived Christmas Day, only to be doused with petrol and set alight on the 27th of December. It's like the Wicker Man. It's horrific. It's a lot like the fried rat. Have you not seen The Wicker Man? <laughs> I've seen The Wicker Man. It's more like that. Okay. <laughs> no, because there's no people in it. And The Wicker there Man, isn't be. it like a weird horror with people in it? Yeah, but that's what it sounds like. That's what they do. They burn a, bi- uh, they jern. They burn a giant Wicker Man. Jern. <laughs> After Christmas. It's like Bonfire Night. Yeah, there might have been a guy in there. Well, you have made it morbid. Uh... So that's the alternative news this week. It's <gasps> nice. Lovely. Um, we'll be back uh, with my poem of the week. Have you written me a poem now? No. You haven't written me a poem? No. Oh, my God, you're going to be in so much trouble. I'm sorry. I, uh, How could you? I can't really rhyme stuff. You're going to have to write something now during Little Mix. Poem of the week. Plus one. That is correct. It is time for Poem of the Week. Bilal Safar, how do you feel about poems? Uh, I don't really have an opinion on... I mean, do you... I don't know. Do you like them? Yeah, I do a poem every week. 
Do you read poetry? Um, I like comedy poems. I don't really know any comedy poems. Do you know Tim Key? Yeah, oh, he's good. Yeah. I Have you ever been to, like, a spoken word show? Yes. Who? Some, who? Yeah, what have you... What have you seen? <laughs> I've <laughs> seen some spoken word performers. Yeah. I had the World Poetry Slam champion on my show. On Who's this that? show. A lovely man. Rob Orton is good, but his stuff's very weird. It's not, yeah. Have you ever written a poem? No. I'm trying to make Bilal write a poem. I, Just like a three-sentence I'm going to hear your number. one. Yeah. And then I'm going to try a thing. Okay. So I've written a poem this week, and my poem is about my yacht trip. So if you tuned in the second half of the show, you will not know that I went on a trip on a yacht. So I was flown to the south of France to perform comedy for a VIP on their yacht. So we were in Saint-Tropez in Monaco, and it was very luxurious and lovely. So I've written a poem about it. Here it is. It's called My Yacht Trip. What I learnt from my time on a yacht is that you can still feel seasick in a squat. Cabin fever is a thing and alive and well. Captains have great stories to tell. Living in luxury is actually great. Yacht crews don't care if you stumble in late. The sea can be bumpy, even when it looks still. And a day spent at sea is the best sleeping pill. My hair likes the sea a little too much it expands and expands hoping to get a touch of that salty water so clear and blue so it really gets in the way if you spew the main thing about being surrounded by a sea by sea in a yacht is it's bloody hot and if you look like a vampire or delicate and pale you will burn the second you sail that's all after a multi-million dollar spend but when it comes to boats does it need to be high-end if you want the experience of being afloat you do just as well in a little rowboat. That's my poem. Rowboat. Yeah. Robot. So I thought, but no, I thought you were saying robot weird. Oh no! Did I not enunciate well? I had a gig on row a cruise ship. Boat. Did you? Yeah. Was it luxurious? It was through the Thames, <laughs> but it was actually really nice. Um, well, I was on stage and it proper wobbled, and I could have fallen when I was on stage. Was it moving? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, very it's difficult through. when it moves. My parents came. Ah, it's a dinner. We do gigs on boats. We've done uh, funny women. That doesn't move, does it? Boats. No, I mean, it wobbles. It does wobble, but it's hard. It doesn't move. It's stationary. It's anchored. Right. It's docked. The problem with you your poem it. was that it was good. Now I didn't write a poem. I was gonna yesterday. I got in very late because I did a gig you were meant to do. <laughs> yeah, thanks for covering more for me. It's okay. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I was on a yacht. Um, so you didn't write me a poem? I haven't written you a poem. I wanted to write something about the rat chicken. Okay. But I don't... I mean, I've not written anything down. What would the first line I say? I don't know. I, rat chicken. Okay. What would the second line say? What rhymes with chicken? Chicken. Wicken. Kicking. Kicking. Rat chicken. Rat chicken. Don't you start kicking. Sounds like a country and western song. Oh, red chicken, don't you start kicking. That's quite nice. Is that enough? No, we need two more lines. <sighs> rat chicken, don't you start kicking. What's next? It doesn't have to rhyme now. It can be different rhyme. Be what, different. what do we know about the rat chicken? Where, where is Something it? about his was head. It like McDonald's? No, it's in America, New York. A random one. Five-star yeah. hygiene rating. Okay. Five-star hygiene rating. Rating, dating. Date. Don't go there dating. Don't go. That's fine, isn't it? Yeah. I should. So yeah. rat chicken. Don't you start kicking. Five star hygiene rating. Don't go there dating. Yeah. Should we do it as a country and western? When you what, do now? now. You what do, do the. Do you? you do the clap. What do I do? I'll I'll sing it. Do you want me to sing it? You yeah, can just join sing. in too. I'll, I'm not gonna. But. This, so this <laughs> is a poem that we're turning into a country western song, by Bilal Safar. Red chicken, don't you start kicking. Five star hygiene rating, don't go there dating. Yes. You're a writer. Yeah. You're a musician. You did the bits. You did it though, really. <laughs> I 
encouraged you. Thanks. Your screenwriting skills really came to the fore there. Uh, I mean, my from the University I don't of write of Bolton. Uh, stuff that rhymes. <laughs> so <laughs> why? I think it's a niche that you need to grab hold of. I can't be. That's a lot of effort, isn't it? Yeah. It's like well, it no. makes it harder. It's like a poem is a story that they just put obstacles in <laughs> just to make it harder. Just to rhyme. I mean, it doesn't have to rhyme, but the good ones rhyme, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, some some great ones don't rhyme. It's like an assault course, it rhyming is. poetry. Yeah, well, thanks. Thank. I'm glad we experienced this together. Bilal is staying with me. I'm not going to make him rhyme anymore, but we are going to have a little bit of chat about what's coming up next for him. Bames plus one. Oh, what a lovely show we've had. Bilal Safar, thank you so much. You sniffing in the microphone. Sorry, <laughs> I was just smelling it. <laughs> I was like, oh, what's this new bed that we've got? <laughs> Instead of music, it's just... Have you had a nice time at the show? Yeah, Apart from you. your congestion Cheers for your having nose. me. Yeah. Thanks for coming oh, I'm in. I'm fine. I'm, my nose is fine. <laughs> I just did a sniff. Good. Yes, thank you. Excellent no, nose chat. It's annoying. I was just saying, uh, how do you get here? How do you travel in? Uh, on the overground. Isn't it annoying that we're in East London, but it takes ages to get oh, to Oh, yes. It? Stupid, isn't it? Because we both live in East London. We should Quite say for people that you don't know. Yeah. But we've never hung out. Well, no, you've only lived there for a bit. Yeah, just a couple we of months. We did in Edinburgh. We hung out in Edinburgh. Yeah. I sat near you, didn't I? <laughs> I coached friends. you through a love situation. I just went and sat there. Did you? Yeah, how's the love situation going? We can what speak did I in tell code. You? Can I say? Yeah. Well, there was a girl. She won't be listening, it's fine. Okay, there was yeah. a girl, and you had met her. Yeah. And you got on really well. Yeah. And then you were like, WhatsApping. Yes. And we were like looking at what she'd said and we were composing messages back. Were we? Yeah. Yeah, I might be seeing her this at weekend. Two o'clock in the morning. Really? Mm. Have you seen her since Edinburgh yet? No. Okay. But. What are you going to wear? Because uh, we talked this... about your outfit for the awards as well. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The, what you're wearing is quite nice. Wear this. If anyone wants this. to see, head over to Twitter. We've done a picture. It's like, it's like a, a lovely denim, denim jacket. jacket. Weird t-shirt, like a funky t-shirt. Funky tie-dye. Like number. a depressing colour, but I like that. It's grey. Skinny jeans. Mm. Timberlands. Very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> you bought those in Edinburgh. And I did. I, I've never heard someone talk about their shoes so I much. I told a lot of people about mm. them, but I really like them. They're nice. Um, no, yeah, I might be, but um, yeah. She's, Where yeah. are you going to take her? She's half Moroccan, half Spanish. That's cool, isn't it? That is cool. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, just a coffee or something. Just a coffee? Yeah. Put more effort in. Make her a... Oh, my no, God. No, no, make no, her no. a scented candle. No, that's too much. No, she would love no, that. No, that's too... If I went on a date with a boy and he'd made me a scented candle, I'd be like, you're the one. What, first time? Yes. No. Kate is nodding and she's a d- currently in the dating industry. <laughs> No, market. Like, she's actually dating. Like, obviously, I'm married, so you might be like, oh, Sam, she's so out of touch. But Kate <laughs> is currently dating. I think that's a bit much. I think that's a psycho move. I don't think it is. I think I need to take it. Kate, can we do a Twitter poll? We're going to do a Twitter poll. If you uh... went on a first date and they brought you a scented candle that they'd made, would you think the one or would Weird. you think run away? Yeah. That's good. I think I'd Weird be really boy. impressed. Something like that in future, maybe. Yeah, maybe second is, date. I don't know if it's even... It's not officially a date date, because that's not been... Oh, because you're just meeting up. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, Yeah, like but it you is. were flirting before. Yeah. Like, it is a date. But it's not. But I just... It's just difficult to tell when it's... When you're on Tinder... Yeah. And you meet someone, well, then it's a date, it's isn't it? Life. But when you in real life, it's like, oh, what's going to happen? This is... My plan is to just be nice and funny. Right? Good. Which is That's what I was plan. the first time. And listen is really important. Okay. I'll write that and ask her questions. <laughs> ask her questions. So ask her questions and then l- actually listen to the answer before you ask the next question. Mm-hmm. Think about what she said. We like to be heard. That's why I do the radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will. Listen to me! But that's my main thing. That's all I'm thinking yeah. of. Okay. Um, is it a day date? Yeah. What area of your London are you oh, going to? Oh, I don't to? know. She's, what day is she's it? What from time? Our area. I'll be there. She, she's <laughs> from our area, but she lives in Essex now. So oh. I don't know. I don't are know. you going to go somewhere? 
I don't know. Oh my god, yet. totally tell me where it is. Basically, and I'll just right, surreptitiously walk past. She's had a bit of a thing. Like her, okay, her grandma passed away. Oh, we've got to. Week. Oh, oh my god! On that note, we literally oh, have to finish the show. So but, that's why. Okay, that, this is difficult. You're gonna have to coach her through it. You should definitely make a candle. Don't. Okay. We're right. running a Twitter poll. Please join in on Twitter. We've got to help Bilal with this date. Oh, Go over to Samantha Baines, B A I N E S, and at Hoxton Radio. I'm sure they'll retweet it again. Thank you, Bilal Zafar. Thank you so thank much. Thank you very much. Check Trace. out his tour. Go to his website. What yeah, is it quickly? It's BilalZafarComedy.com. It's a really good website. It is excellent. <laughs> definitely check it out. Have a lovely week. I'll see you next. Thursday. Bye bye. Plus one. Thanks so much for listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, originally recorded on Hoxton Radio. Sorry about the mic issues I had. Hope you still enjoyed the podcast. Don't forget you can tweet me at Samantha Baines, B A I N E S, and on Facebook facebook.com forward slash Samantha Baines. Also, please do subscribe to our lovely podcast and leave us a review. Five stars would be nice. Thanks. Bye.